James, you've yeah. you've you, you've still got a vote, but it's it's useless. At it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like I, I I'm not I'm not even going to bother voting because I can't. You you, you can give you can give a pity point to Wally if you want. I don't I don't want to be part of this conversation. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Because I love both of them. I've got my I title. Thank you so much, James. I've got my title for this episode. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I don't want to be I part don't of want this to be part of this conversation. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal marketing from Mr. James O'Malley, everyone. Right, well. Are you going to choose, James? <laughs> I don't want any part of it. You guys decide. Are you going to... Sp- uh, we've already decided. Okay, the Incredibles great. go through. Incredibles goes through. They're fantastic. Anyway, anyway. should we do a podcast? I'm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Let's I mean, do it. Pod- is your podcast? Yeah. My podcast. I love it. Let's go. Welcome to the Alex Woods Filming Podcast. Today, I have with me a special guest. As always, I've got my co-host here. I mean, James is still not gaming. Say something, James Shock Radio. That's all you. That's what you do. Let's go, number twenty-two. After <laughs> <laughs> that's your intro right there <laughs> i mean I, I was just about to let him run with it man i was i was down for that i was there for this yeah yeah that's, that's the intro. intro we don't need a new intro um i'm joined by my special guests xander and david you don't need to know them um, <laughs> yeah. let's go pixar yeah sick we're doing this this is the second part of the pixar tournament it's a musical <laughs> Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. So help me, so help me, and pop. Who's your friend who likes to play? Bing bong, bing bong. His rocket makes you yell hooray. Bing Bing bong, bing bong. Yeah, you can take over now. There's too much pressure. <laughs> um, last so so last week we um, we set about an impossible task of choosing. I mean, an impossible task that I've actually already done um, a year ago. But still, um, we we set ourselves an impossible task of choosing the best Pixar movie, and we have whittled down twenty three movies down to just eight. And um, it was rough. It was rough. Uh, go and check that out for context. But we now have eight movies left. And those movies are the number one seed Toy Story, the number three seed Toy Story 3, the number nine seed Coco, the number six seed Ratatouille, the number 12 seed The Incredibles, the number seven seed Finding Nemo, the number four seed Wally, and the number two seed Inside Out. Yeah. Nice. Well. Toy. So why are you reading this? This is James's. Like I mean, Alex's podcast. Oh, yeah. oh no, I I abdicated. I'm like <laughs> I'm like the king. I've sold it. I've sold the rights. Yeah. So, um, I... This is the no one podcast. Everyone leave. Hi. This is the end. <laughs> James actually left. James actually left. Oh my lord, James O'Malley. James O'Malley, you're a king. <laughs> you're a king. Um, right, let's just get into it, guys. Because um, these are gonna, pr- these might take a while. Um, yeah, I think so. We've got the first matchup 
of the quarterfinal. It is the number one seed, Toy Story, the original recipe version, versus mm -hmm. the number nine seed, Coco. Oh. Yeah. It do be like that. Okay, I think I've got... I think I know. I think... I'm going to let you lot talk for a minute because i that's a difficult choice for me. Uh, God, okay. Um, I have my answer. I think I know. And I'm not happy with my answer, but I think I've got my answer because, again, it's logic and heart. And, again, still a bit of heart and whatnot. But like, uh. um, I've said before now, um, Toy Story is a perfect movie. And it is. Yeah. It, it is fundamentally a perfect family movie. Mm -hmm. But Coco is... It doesn't have to be perfect. It isn't perfect. But the things this movie does right are so incredible. The music. We talked about it last week. The music. Mm. The villain is menacing and you trust him throughout this whole movie you trust him because there's no reason not to and like mm. and he finally gets to this point and you're like oh yes and then the rug and when he crushes that leaf in his hand that is just that crushes yeah. you yeah. um the animation is fantastic i think the oh, world yeah. they create with this day of the dead theme is phenomenal and yeah the fact that it really takes on this Mexican culture that I've never I've never really seen her before. The re we did a we did a a, a module at uh, uni, and uh, one of, one of the things we were talking about was an ofrenda, and I was like, oh, I know what that is. That's from Coco, and like, you know, it's I I now know about things uh, from Mexican culture because of this movie. Sure, I may have may maybe should have known about them before this, but anyway, that's that's beside the point. Um, I'm going with Coco because. In Head Over Heart, Toy Story may be a perfect kids movie, but Coco has my heart entirely. I'm putting Coco through. Yeah. See, that's that's the thing because I'm very, I'm very much the same opinion that you know Toy Story is brilliant, but Coco's something else. Like it's it's moving in a different way um and the, uh, to me there's a lot more heart in it and um i don't know if it's like you know just the mood i'm in today or if i feel the same way tomorrow the day after that next week next month next year but like i feel like today i'm gonna say coco wow that is two for Coco. This is massive. Um, David, you, okay. David, D David, Alex, what, what are you guys thinking? <sighs> Alex, do you want me to go? Uh, yeah, you, you go full steam ahead, mate. Okay. So, ah, uh, this is a tough one. I fucking love both these movies. I, I have my reasons to love both of them. I'm going to say Coco. Oh my god! Because I just think it's that tiny bit better. I don't think Toy Story 1 is a perfect movie. I'm yeah. I'm just going to say it now. 
I, I genuinely don't think so. I think it's a fucking incredible film. It's not perfect, though. But Coco is that step closer to perfection. And I fucking love it so mm. much. Wow. It really pains me to say it because I listen to a lot of the scores for these films and my favourite song created by Pixar is To Infinity and Beyond from you know from the first film. Because it's like it's that moment like, you know, when Buzz starts flying properly or yeah. falling with style, as they say, you know, like it's both of them together, like, you know, Buzz has realized he isn't a toy, but Woody is accepting that it's not all about him and that, you know, they've got to work together to actually get back to their normal lives. And it's just it's such a moving bit of music that you can listen to it alone and still get goosebumps and that, yeah, is, that is my favorite bit but at the same time it's up against coco yeah man alex what are you saying Remember me? i'm saying oh well obviously i've been a little bit harsh against it this week well last week and um <laughs> it was a. Uh, I, I, I'm going to make it a unanimous Coco vote, but I'd just like wow. to say a few words about Coco. Um, Coco was released the same year as a film called, like, The Book of Life. Yeah. And they have, like, an almost identical plot. <laughs> and it was one of the other reasons why I was like, Disney's... I, I didn't want to watch the film because I was just like, Disney's just stealing properties from smaller companies. And then I watched the film. Um, <laughs> obviously, the film is amazing. Uh, the film looks amazing. Um, I, I love that the most, the more recent, like, well, not even the more recent things, but like the, the, the stuff that Pixar always chooses to go with is like kids or young people dealing with like things in the adult world. And I love that there's been this shift towards like afterlife recently. Yeah. And all life and like what, and so it, it, I think it's great because it like allows people to question like certain things. And, um, I, I don't know, but I feel like for people to not have shat on this film, this film must have been pretty like, accurate regarding like most of the stuff that it shows. And the fact that it's such a beautiful world that is there is just m more magical and more rewatchable than the first Toy Story film to me. Wow. I did not expect this. Like, the last time we did this, Coco went out against Toy Story 2. It did mm. not even get past its first matchup. So to see it get to the semi-final is... It really warms my heart. Because this is this is one of my favourites. Absolute favourite Pixar films. Um, yeah, I don't get the Toy Story hype. I really never understood it. Really? At all. Yeah. Yeah. It might just be that I've not seen it in like a long time. But the, Maybe. The, the final act of that movie, when they're chasing after the van... That is just phenomenal. It's perfect. It is so great. And then that 
that line still gives me goosebumps. Like, this isn't flying, this is falling with style. And then Woody yeah. shouts to Infinity of Yardy, like, oh, my heart melted. It's yeah. gone. It's dribbling down my leg. He <laughs> said that then, and I got a body shiver. See? Yeah. Again, goosebumps just thinking about it. But nobody gives a shit. Yeah, <laughs> the number nine fair. seed has toppled the giant that is the number I... one seed, Toy Story. Coco moves on to the semi-finals. I feel like we've just upset a lot of people. That is a massive upset. That is a massive yeah. upset. But if you're upset I'm... about this, go watch Coco. Then come back. Yeah, in it. It will I'm make you put it in the chat. And then just... come back. Just, just cause, because I want to see what people think. Because maybe we're just idiots. Nah, Coco is a fucking great movie. Coco you is you a can't, movie. you can't like say Coco isn't a good movie. Like, granted, there'll be a lot of people that are going to be annoyed just because of nostalgia. Mm. But look at Coco and like Toy Story objectively. Fuck, fuck nostalgia. Look at them objectively. Which is the better movie? Coco. Mm. <laughs> That's what we're here to do. We're here to look at these films objectively, even though I haven't really done that too much. I was going to say, there's been a lot of sub-stories. Yeah, there's been, a lot of nostal- there's been a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, the rounds. Pig size, pig size, nostalgia central. But, but, The but. next matchup then, to play uh, against Coco in the semi-final, we have the number 12 seed, The Incredibles, versus the number 4 seed, Wally. No. Oh. No. No. I feel like I feel like we're hurting James the most in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, Syndrome is the greatest superhero movie villain ever. Oh. He, he, is, um, he is up for he is in the argument. Apart from like Maybe a few other people that I can't be bothered thinking of right now, but I'm sure that if I gave it like at least 30 seconds thought, I could come up with 10 people with Adam Syndrome. But Syndrome was, I remember, being the biggest, like, oh my gosh, how cool are all of his gadgets? He's not got superpowers, but like, all, like, when I used to play, um, like, as a kid, and I was like imagining The Incredibles, like, as I imagine many children did. I wanted to be Syndrome because he had all the cool gadgets and I'd like make the cool gadgets out of like cardboard and stuff. And like I just thought that he was cool. And like the rest of the film is obviously great, but he is just, he just makes it. He's like the cherry on top of an already brilliant Sunday. And yes, he's the like, oh, Mirage is also great. Mirage. Oh, everything is just great. And there's that bit where Bob throws that guy through a wall, and it's just like, <laughs> yes, what a what a moment! That's exactly what everyone wants to do to their boss. Genuinely, the amount of times I've referenced that scene, where I've like, the this company is like an enormous clock. The clocks <laughs> need to be clean. The cogs need to be cleaned, well lubricated, so all the little cogs mesh together. That that that, that, that it's so. There's so many quotable. quotable lines. It's so yeah. quotable, this movie. And yeah, they they like even the um the fire at the start in the um the apartment block and then they break into the 
jewelers, and then yeah. they like Frozone does that freeze. <laughs> like that is so cool. We're just getting some water. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm thirsty. thirsty. But I'm that thirsty. it's it's that it's the banter between them when they're in the burning building. He's like, "Oh, it's too hot." And he's like, "What do you mean? You've run out of ice?" He's like, "Yeah, I run out of ice because <laughs> it's hot and I'm dehydrated." It's like, "What, what do you do? Run out of muscle?" <laughs> like, That's great banter. It really is. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, I, it's it's. I don't know. I don't know, man. That I. It's got much more of a like. The thing was with Wally. When I watched it as a kid, I was like, "Oh, this is good. This is like a fun film to watch." But I wouldn't say it's like a great film. But as I've got older, I've like, "Oh no, this film like has it's it's a really like small like like I, I can't think of the word innocent story. Let's call it that." Yeah. yeah. But then, like, Incredibles is just cool, man. Like, it's just like on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. It's like if Wally is a character piece about a lonely robot, this is just like like a, a if, if they yeah you know <laughs> let's not make it weird. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna David said you don't even have to say anything then. Oh my word! We're, we oh are gonna cut that one out. We're gonna cut that one out. Um. Okay, let me think of another one. Yeah, I just think they're cool. I've I've lost my flow because I, I I became very aware of how much of an inappropriate statement that was. To say. Yeah, and I do blame it, I do blame it on the beer that I have just finished. <laughs> Absolutely pounded um, that beer, Jesus. Mate, did you shut that through your ass? Because apparently that gets you more drunk. Good lord. No. Are you sure? No, you don't shut it through your ass. You chug it through well, your ass. Yeah, chug it, but still. But yeah, then. No, I'm joking. Um, no, I just drank it really quickly. Wally, I drank it every I... time one of you made me smile. Um, I, I agree with what Alex said. When I was a kid, apart from the last bit, I was. <laughs> I they was, of her. I wasn't really the biggest fan of Wally as a kid, but it was when I got older that I began to realize what an absolute masterpiece this movie is. Like it's. Especially this last time watching it. Oh my lord. It is so... Uh, yeah, Alice used the best words. Innocent. It's such an innocent, cute love, sco- love story that is in the middle of this wacky sci-fi about a robot. The, like, the robot who just... The robot who just wants to find love. That That is... that. In a nutshell, that's what this movie is. This robot falls in love. And goes on a space odyssey to get her back. And it's and at the heart of it, this movie is is a romance. And you know I'm a sucker for a good romance. Hey La La Land, how are you doing? So But also I'm basically repeating what Alex said but in my own words, because Alex has absolutely hit the nail on the head. All of that, but Incredibles is so freaking dope. Like it's so it's so rewatchable. Alex said, uh, "Wait, no, it wasn't Alex that said this. It was in the last one." Will mentioned this. He said that how crazy is it that we've only just met these heroes? We have one scene with them at the start, then they're washed up. 
So it's not taken three movies to get them to this point like Logan, where where we yeah, watch yeah. the whole thing. We meet them and they're washed up heroes. And and yet they they still they're starting a movie here. It's like that's 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 a great way to start somewhere because they they they're just building themselves back up. All the action scenes in this are great. Um the I, the I, giggle that Dash has when he runs on water for the first time still adorable. gives me chills to this day and is the most human moment in any of these movies. The the way this film opens is really creative, I think. I mean, it's very simple, but it it like jumps hurdles. It it just skips over like important things that people would usually spend like 15 minutes at the start of the film getting to and that's character development and it instantly gives you the like the basic understanding of the three characters that you meet at the start, which is Frozone, Mrs. Incredible, well, Elastigirl, and Mr. Incredible. And they're like doing an interview. Mm. And they're like all they're all doing something different. Like Frozone's acting dead cool. So you're like, right, well, he's cool. He's, he's just cool. And he's like laughing all, all the questions off. And then like Bob's messing with his mic and being like, is this thing on? And then like messing with everything. And you're like, right, okay, so he's a bit like short fuse like he, and so you know that already and then elastic girl like she's just really cocky and so you know that and then you get the scene with bob and they're all doing the superhero shit and like they save the people and then they don't stay around for the aftermath they just have their wedding and then when you see the aftermath it's the opposite of what you expect it to be they put the wedding in there as the catharsis that at the end of that scene so it's happy ending for those two characters. But what actually happened was Bob ruined someone's suicide attempt and now he's broken the neck and probably has a shit ton of medical bills to pay. Yeah. And yeah. And it's just like, right, okay, well, that's the other side of superheroes that you never get to see. And you've done that in like five minutes. And you already know the three of the characters are go- that are going to be there and how the rest of the world feels about superheroes. It is such brilliant... Everyone talks about the first five minutes of up. Why is no one talking about the first five minutes of Incredibles, man? So good. Yeah. Like, I got time. I still got... I, I say that all the time as well. I, I still got time. I, and and Syndrome's line later on is one of my favourites in the whole movie. You sly dog! You got me yeah. monologuing! You got <laughs> me monologuing! <laughs> yeah. Is that basically then, how uh, James feels whenever he's playing, like, Among Us? Yeah, yeah, that's 100 percent what it is. So James, James talks. Sly dog, you got me monologuing. Yeah, James gets voted on Among Us. <laughs> you sly dog. Uh, hey, hey, James notices somebody then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guys, just love like whenever we're playing Among Us and like I, I monologue yet still have very sound evidence. You all still vote me off. It's because you're monologuing, bro. You're taking them all the frigging time. <laughs> Um, the time. Hey, remember in this kids' film where, when, when the dad of the family—I'm sorry, Xander—but right. remember in this kids' film when the dad of the family like, like gets a woman and like pretends to strangle her, and like is, is like yeah. crushing her neck, and she's like breathing for air, and then Syndrome's like, "Do it!" And then you're like a kid watching it, and you're like, "Oh shit, she's fucking dead!" And then she's not, and then but at first you're like, "What is going on?" Like that's in a kids' film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I love the days before obscene censorship. The timer has gone. I want to know where David stands. David. Oh, Incredibles. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can't. Do, 
you can't really go wrong with he it. He did vote Monsters Inc. in the last one, so. I mean, yeah, but Monsters Inc. Uh, like, granted, what? I'm going against what I said last, like last, like matchup, nostalgia. But Incredibles is my favorite fucking like thing. So. Superhero film. What's your favorite Fantastic yeah. Four? Film? It's my no. It's my favorite Pixar film. No, my fa- my favorite Fantastic Four film is the one from the 1994. Yeah, oh no, my god, Fantastic Four is fantastic. Thing is, what's this film actually against again? Incredibles versus. Wally. Oh yeah. I mean, I've said well, all I want to say. That's Wally. that's three votes Thank for Incredibles, you. James. You've, yeah. You've you you've still got a vote, but it's it's useless. At it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it, it it doesn't matter. Like I I I'm not I'm not even going to bother voting because I can't. You, you you can give you can give a pity point to Wally if you want. I don't I don't want to be part of this conversation. <laughs> I really don't because I love both of them. I've got my I title. Thank you them. so much, James. I've got my title for this episode. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I don't want to be. Part I don't of want this to be part of this conversation. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal marketing from Mr. James O'Malley. Everyone. <laughs> Right. Well, are you going to choose, James? <laughs> I don't want any part of it. You guys decide. Are you going to? Sp- uh, we've already decided. Okay, Incredibles go through. Incredibles goes through. They're fantastic. Right. The Incredibles <laughs> gets a unanimous <laughs> vote, and James was the decider. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, no, I wasn't. <laughs> no way. He absolutely slandered the Incredibles. He said he. Oh wait, no, the other one, Wally. He, said he hated it. <laughs> He said he hated that little robot. He said he wanted to put like, him in the trash. I put, um, I, <laughs> did, trash. I did, I did put this one in the chat. I said this next one's very difficult. I said Wally versus Incredibles, and like again, it's like fifty fifty. I think like Wally just about takes it though. Yeah, the, these are... yeah, like one, two, three, four. The, one, that, this is why yeah, Wally takes it. This is why we're doing this because no one else wants to. Because it's but difficult. Super suit. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Incredibles. Super suit? The Incredibles okay. goes through to the semi-final, and Wally gets crushed in the quarterfinal. Oh, don't say that. Well, he, he gets crushed in the movie. <laughs> he does. Yeah, exactly. And he, and he crushes rubbish. He does. And then right. there's also the fact that he also gets blasted off into space, and we never saw him again. He does. Like he does. The next, the next final is the number three seed Toy Story three versus Ooh. the number six seed Ratatouille. Now we didn't, oh, we oh, didn't oh, actually, easy. we didn't actually mention Toy Story three much in the last round. So I want to spend some time at the start of this one discussing Toy Story three because we haven't really discussed it yet. Um, everyone loves it, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. This one, I think we all know where I'm going with this one. It's very easy for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Clearly, you're going for Ratatouille. You oh, love Ratatouille. So Your yeah, favorite you know. movie. Yeah. Uh, no. Like, so Toy Story three was the perfect ending, and like, you know, again, I didn't really understand why they had to make a fourth film because this one, like you said, had everything. Even a Spanish Buzz Lightyear for those are people who want Spanish yeah, exactly. Buzz Lightyear. It's so good. We needed that. We needed that, that. so badly. Um. Yeah, I just Toy Story Three was amazing. I remember watching it when it came out in the cinema. Um, Cineworld had um, (laughs) 
they overbooked the film to the point where some of the kids had to sit on the steps. Uh-uh. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's what happened when I, I went to see that. the first Avengers. Yeah. Like, um, I remember watching this film. I was very lucky to get a seat. Um, like me, my mom and my sister, we were very lucky to get seats in that film, but there were kids that had to sit on the steps leaning up. <laughs> um, and your mum just sat there laughing at them going, ha! Yeah, I would have. You! Yeah. Sucks kids, up. kids film. I also yeah. remember my mum saying um, there was hype, like so much hype around it that like Cineworld again, because Cineworld was our local cinema, um, like were essentially selling tickets that you could go and get a special look at Toy Story. Toy Story mm-hmm. 3. I don't remember how true that is, but I remember her saying that you're essentially paying to see a trailer, which I thought was crazy at the time. I still think it's pretty crazy, but that's the kind of hype it had, and that hype paid off. So well, yeah, this made me, this made. I mean, this made over a billion. Mm. So for me, it's a very easy decision. Oh yeah, I mean, you you see. Put me in a very interesting position here. Yeah. yeah. Because there are many moments in this film. I feel like the guy at the end of Blade Runner. All these moments. Um, <laughs> I've watched Blade Runner. Me neither. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fraud. Oh no. Anyway, um, moving on. You're a fraud, Spider Man. Um, so. A minute. I, Sorry. The, every time I think of Toy Story 3, I think of the end of Toy Story 3. And then I'm like, yo, the end of Toy Story 3 is banging. And then I kind of don't think about the rest of Toy Story 3, but the rest of Toy Story 3 is also banging. Like, there's not a bad moment. There's not, there's like, I can't, like, when you were talking about Spanish Buzz Lightyear then, I was like, oh my God, good God. There's, There's a pancake man. That's Dean. There's like, oh, to, Mr. Tortilla Head. Yeah, Mr. Tortilla Head. That he turns fantastic. into a cucumber. That that entire like prison break thing is brilliant. The like the 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 telephone that's definitely seen too much in his time. That's a really interesting character. I mean, they know they didn't really touch on it very much, but I just like that. I like that they included this. I like that there's there was this weird like hierarchy. In this, like, I just thought it's such an interesting premise. And as soon as you said Spanish Buzz Lightyear, I was like, oh no, oh no, because I'm going to do something controversial here. Oh. I'm going to put Toy Story 3 through. Oh, what? Shit. Oh, wow. Bloody hell. Well, uh, unexpected I, from Alex Woods. Yeah. It, it's, it's so good. Dude, I'm vote. I was oh my, I was all in on Ratatouille, and I still am. Ratatouille's got my vote because I. It's just it. Fe- oh, my, I'm reeling. I'm reeling from that. Jesus Christ. I think it's because right now, in this moment, I've said it before. If I if I've put it between, what would I rather sit down and watch? And in this moment, right now, I would rather watch Toy Story three than Ratatouille. And yeah. I think because when I watch like a good film enough, I'm like, I know it's a good film. I don't need to watch it again. So, but with Toy Story 3, there's just like, there's so much to it. It's funny. 
it's got the great opening sequence. Like I always forget that it, like every time I put it on, I think it starts with them like in the toy box, but it starts with that like great scene when like they're in the desert and they're on the train and they're in the, the imaginary scene. And I just think that's really great. And then like Barbie and Ken, like, who would have thought that Barbie was like the, one of the standout characters in this film? Not me. It's great. And then, oh, I just, oh, this, the way the plot flows, it's like, yes, you can tell that they waited until they had the perfect film to release this because there was such a massive gap between the second and third film. And I'm so glad that they waited until they, they knew exactly what they wanted to do. Yeah. And I agree with James. It, they, they shouldn't have made a fourth. I don't mind that they made a fourth. I know I said before that I like the fourth. I do like the fourth. But it didn't need to be made because this was such a perfect ending to a really good trilogy. But they did what trilogies rarely do and have the third film absolutely throw it out of the park. Like, I smashed it up so many expressions then when I said that. But, yeah, Toy Story 3, man, it's great. Wow. Very unexpected stuff there from uh, Very from unexpected. Um, well, yeah, Toy, Toy Story 3 is fantastic, but for me, Ratatouille just has a little bit more... I mean, I was going to say originality. But, I mean, yeah. And it feels more... It feels more of a personal movie. It feels very small scale. And... And I and I, and I dig that. And I love... I, lo- I love cooking myself. Um, oh, there, there's nothing I can really say. I know Toy Story 3 is going through. Ratatouille is fantastic, though, and it gets my vote. Okay. I I've heard Ooh. I've heard some some good arguments here. Oh my god. I don't do this. <laughs> I, I I really am kind of very 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 on edge. Yes. <laughs> Honestly so am I cuz this is a difficult decision now like no, it isn't. So, it isn't. Vander, Vander, you are you are one hundred percent correct in the fact that Ratatouille is a very small scale, and like in the uh, the Greatest of All Time podcast, like um, Alex said, it's an indie movie by yeah. a huge company, mm-hmm. and I love that. But at the same time, Toy Story Three is the pinnacle ending for a series that is sublime Toy Story as a series in general is literally every child's imagination come to life like as kids we all like the opening sequence of Toy Story 3 is exactly how we imagined it when we played with toys as kids we it is. saw it is, we, you know. we saw this happening. I always forget how head. good that opening scene is, by the way. That opening in the scene desert. is phenomenal. It is beautiful. It is it, that opening scene alone sells this movie. And then it goes into this kind of sense of dread of that's all 
gone now. We, we no the, longer the, have that. The ending of you got a friend in me when it like yeah. And oh, as don't, the years don't, go don't, by, don't do that. Our friendship will never die. <sighs> it's, just, like phase off. So like, Whoa, what's happening here? And then yeah, it's it's a very yeah. difficult decision. It's a really difficult decision because like it's like Ratatouille is beautiful and phenomenal. I love it so much. But fuck it. I'm gonna have to put like Toy Story 3 too much. I've that that movie ended perfectly for me. I respect that. I respect your guys' decision. Um Toy Story 3. Uh, takes out Ratatouille in the semi-final and Ratatouille yeah. has been sent to rat jail. Is that or, like the would, health I inspector? Would, Remy's been exterminated. That I would, no, I would just like to say, don't say that about my boy Remy. <laughs> but I'd just like to say a few words about Ratatouille real quick. Oh dear. I'm, I'm really, really, really sorry. Um, I shouldn't have done this to you. Um, I came into this podcast thinking that I was going to take it through to the final. Uh, it was just when we were talking about Toy Story 3. It was just really game me. And, you know, I was like in the moment. And, uh, but yeah, I'm really sorry, Ratatouille. Remy, you're still my boy. Um, you're still technically my favorite Pixar film. He really can't fun. hear you because he's been exterminated. Now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. I'm just going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> the... say, now Alex knows exactly how I feel throughout this entire second half. <laughs> now Alex not knows how I felt about Monsters Inc. getting knocked out. I, I, mm. I can hear the pleasure in James's voice now that he knows that Ratatouille, he doesn't have to talk about yeah. it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> James, James, hello. Please, can you not ask in the group chat what they would have said? Because I feel like they would have said Ratatouille. And then Ratatouille <laughs> would have gone through if I'd have said Ratatouille because it would have been the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Okay, thanks. no worries. Why do I feel like he's just sent it in anyway? I haven't. <laughs> um, right. The final quarterfinal. Oh. It is the number seven seed. Finding Nemo versus the number two seed, Inside Out. We didn't really, we didn't really talk about Inside Out. We didn't really talk about Inside Out in the last round. We left Inside Out the cliffhanger. Yeah, we did. It was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, that was the that was the quickest I've ever wrapped up the podcast in my life. You... So, what was Inside Out again? Against I couldn't Finding find Nemo. Oh, I know exactly what I'm putting through. I know what I'm pointing through. I think Inside Out is a masterpiece. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah. If I'm being completely honest here, let me let me get the ratings up. I think that Inside Out is much higher than Finding Nemo in my rankings. Inside Out is 6, Finding Nemo is 10. Wow. I, I'm not, yeah, yeah. Inside Out is brilliant it's like so good and it's such a good message to teach people which is like you don't always have to be happy and that's fine 
and it's such a good way to teach at you by having this like really happy person mess up a lot of times and it's like even though she's the protagonist of the film it's almost like she's her own enemy but she's trying to paint it out as this other person who's never actually doing anything wrong she just always ends up like joy always thinks that sadness is doing something wrong um so she reacts to it and then she ends up creating this massive mess of problems and when you've got like a visualization of someone's like emotions and what they're going through and like basically being like if your emotions are having a bad time you end up being like riley and then having riley be like essentially become depressed that was also a really interesting thing that i was like oh they're tackling like they're touching on depression in the kids movie and i thought that, that was a really like good thing to do um and then I thought that they were going to end it with like, oh yeah, but you can just be happy and then that's all fine. But then they ended it with like, hey, it's all right. You need to be sad sometimes. Like, you, it's it's healthy to feel all of these emotions. What a powerful message um, for a kid's movie. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. Finding Nemo teaches you about fish. Like, it's not the same vibe. Alex, my head is in my hands. What? My head is in my hands. Oh, I thought you said the murder was in your hands. I was like, no. that's a very hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Why is um, your head in your hands? Because it doesn't just teach you about fish. It's this journey of a okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It teaches up. you about disabled fish. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> apologize. <laughs> Oh, and dentistry. There's a there's a lot about dentistry. <laughs> dentistry. There's um, also a really creepy kid. I'm upset now. And there's some bombs. I'm sad now. Say it louder. I'm upset. Say it louder. I'm, I'm upset. upset that you don't like Inside Out as much as I do. Although that's the thing, because I, I love both of them, and this is another one that I really don't want to have a conversation about, because I feel like I'm being torn apart. This podcast is killing James. It is! Like, tournament we do just kills James one by one. It's because, it's because like, this lot of films that we've gotten to, they're all so incredibly brilliant in their own different ways. And to, try and, out, yeah. and to try and <laughs> get one that's, like, the ultimate best is really difficult for me to do. Yeah. See, that's why you've got us to help you along the way. So, are you going to agree that Inside Out is better? Because <sighs> the thing is, I don't want to just brush off finding nemo which you know so teaches you about fish disabled fish sharks and dentistry because it doesn't it's a very emotional and moving story about a broken family a father that is really fucked up and that he is way too protective of his son his son 
realizing this and you know feeling that he's not able to do as much because he's got a disability and this epic journey about him learning how to control his disability and his father's non-stop persistence to save his son you know like this little clownfish taking on sharks and an anglerfish and just all this stuff swimming across the entire ocean to get to his son is insane. It's completely insane. His son, who is at P. Sherman 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) It's such an emotional film and I don't want it to just be brushed off. Yeah, I'm not brushed brushed off. It's gone through a full round against some incredible films. I don't really think it has the same. I don't know. I like the message of Inside Out more than I like the message of Finding Nemo. Mm. Um, And I just feel like the way that it is shown, the way that it is told in Finding in um, Inside Out is just ridiculously creative. Like, having Imagination Land is great, and then having Bing Bong there is even better. Bing bong. Who's bing your friend bong. who likes to play Bing Bong, Bing, bing Bong? bong. Bing that, bong. that bit is the bit that makes me cry. Like, yeah. when he goes, take her to the moon for me. Oh, that, that, that is a very emotional scene. That is amazing. I remember just watching it and just being like, <laughs> okay, uh, so is that how you cry? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm kind of like. So for I me, I agree with Alex. The message for Inside Out is better than the message in Finding Nemo. Like that's such an important message to teach kids. It's yeah. okay to be sad. That that's. That's crazy that they did that. Big, big props. But I think I think Finding Nemo is a better movie than Inside Out. Find, Inside Out has the better message, but I think Finding Nemo works better. I think Inside Out, there are points of it that I get a little bit bored, and I think it's overly long, and I think there are some small plot holes that you could be like, oh, it's just whatever, just forget about it. But then, when you really think about it, you're like, oh god, like, they can send memories up to headquarters by pushing them through on that thing where, on, on all the memories. They they have a thing where they push them back, because these workers do it, they push it back, and it heads, goes up to headquarters. Why don't they just put all the core memories in those, send them back up to headquarters, and then figure out how to get back up there later? Uh-huh. Then you wouldn't have the film. Exactly, exactly. But it's a plot hole. And that that kind of thing just... It's plot breaking. I'm not saying that's why I'm getting rid of it. I think Finding Nemo is just overall more entertaining. Um, Yeah. I think the lead performance... They just wouldn't even have a clue. Yeah. No matter what. the, 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 uh, The lead performance from Amy Poehler in Inside Out is fantastic. She is yeah. great, and she is the perfect representation of joy. If you've ever seen Parks and Rec, then you'll understand why. Um, but yeah, for oh, me, yeah. 
for me, Finding Nemo is just... You know what? Maybe it is nostalgia. Maybe it is nostalgia, but I think Finding Nemo just works a little bit better as a movie than Inside Out does. So I'm giving my vote to Finding Nemo. Once again, um, am I the deciding vote again? You are. I haven't voted yet. Okay. I want. I okay. want to hear whatever. I want to hear what everyone's got to say before I cast a decision. Okay, so I one hundred percent agree with both Alex and Xander. So the one I agree with more though is <laughs> Alex in the sense of it's a much more important message to teach kids that it's it's okay to feel certain things sometimes. Because a lot of kids might be told that, like, you're not allowed to be sad. Like, especially if you brought up male, like, you're, you're told to man up. Or you're told to not be sad. And that is the most toxic thing you can tell a kid. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is horrible. And this movie teaches the exact opposite of that. Where it's hey, you're you're allowed to be sad. You're you know sometimes sometimes people are, and it's okay because you'll get over it. Yeah, you'll be happy again. Yeah, exactly. No matter what, you'll you'll always have different feelings, and so that message alone is too important to ignore and not allow to go through. So personally, I'm going to be going for um, Inside Out. Because that message alone is Dave, so fucking important. Dude, I know you've just gone with the one that I've backed. But you said before, if we were to look at these films objectively. So if you were to look at these films objectively, so just talking about better films rather than the better message, what would you have gone for? If I was to go, if I was just to go off the content in the film, I would have gone for Finding Nemo because I think it's a bit more fun to watch. But when it comes, like, on the last tournament me and Xander did with the horror tournament, we talked about the importance of certain films, and the one that won was The Shining. And the reason we put that, like, we, or at least the reason I put that through was The Shining is too important to cinema to not be the greatest horror film of all time. Fair. This is too important to learning about mental health and learning about yourself in general to not go through so personally i'm i'm going for that for that reason fair enough i was just curious but yeah, yeah fair. that's fair curiosity killed the cat <laughs> yeah man but it, it it wait killed or cured it cured it i was gonna say i don't i'm i don't feel very dead <laughs> enlightened i've got to make it. So that means i've got to make a decision then doesn't it yeah, do. yeah okay. buddy you do have to make a decision uh, or the group chat has to make a decision. We yeah. just take the coward's way out. <laughs> Don't take the coward's way out. Because I really don't know. Because, like, cause you know, you know what I said about head and heart. I don't have that feeling. This is both in my heart. So it's a very, very difficult decision. So, I am going to go with the film that I would rather watch today. Good idea. 
Because you're an emotional mess, you're going to go for Inside Out. We're going to have to get the council in. Oh my god! We're going to have to get the council in. Oh. I, I, I say finding Nemo. Okay. Coward's way. Uh, I, honestly, no, that's not me. But like, <laughs> it was like, because like midway through, the reason I'm going Finding Nemo is because the one thing that I picked up with David and Alex, don't get me wrong, it is a very important message, but that's the mate, like, that, that's like the only thing I'm hearing about it. It's a very important message to teach the kids, which it is. But. That's it. And I know there's a bit more to it, obviously, but with Finding Nemo, it's everything I stated and more. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to go Finding Nemo. Yeah, fair I, enough. I completely agree. I completely agree. Well, I completely disagree. <laughs> well, of course, you, you voted that. for Inside Out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Okay, we've got one vote, uh, Stephanie, saying, um, uh, okay, really difficult, Finding Nemo is nostalgic, it's great, but I don't like it that much. Inside Out is also great, but it's also very dramatic. So, okay, she hasn't helped at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, oh, we've got, got free Inside Out. Inside Out, Inside Out, Inside Out. Oh uh, I guess fuck Xander and James. Yeah, I think I think the council has spoken. Like, unless Finding Nemo is one I can sit down and enjoy any time, but you have to be in the right mood for Inside Out. Okay, so we've got. Even though Joe said Inside Out, he's just like explaining why. Okay, sure, sure he is. Yeah, that doesn't really sound like he chose Inside Out. Yeah, but he he chose it before he said that. Okay. That was the Backs of his point. <laughs> I, I, I guess the people have spoken. Uh, inside out wins. You shot yourself in the foot. I, I, I think I did. <laughs> um, I mean, no, but again, mean, again, I love both. <laughs> wow. Again, that, um, I love. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense according to the rankings because uh, Inside Out is the number two seed. Um, but the number two seed takes out the number seven seed and Inside Out moves forward. Finding Nemo gets lost on the way and stays in the quarterfinals. Nemo was eaten by Bruce. Oh, my Lord. R.I.P. <laughs> Damn. Fish are friends, not food. <laughs> we, have, we have whittled down 23 movies down to just four. Oh, no. And they are all heavy hitters. We've got left Coco, Toy Story oh. 3, The Incredibles, <laughs> and Inside Out. Oh. <laughs> it's so bad. It's I'm, so hard. I've never, made, I've never heard James make these kind of noises before. We should do this more often. Um, I don't want to like you're enjoying James's noises right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm waving the white flag of surrender. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Leave the call and just out of the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to that we didn't invite you last time. We invited you this time. Now you're complaining your hair. <laughs> no. I don't want to be part of this. Be careful what you wish for, kids. Yeah, literally. You asked for this, James. This is your fault. 
I did. Um, just to, just to run through what we la- lost in the last round, we did say uh, goodbye to. Never mind, James. We said goodbye to Toy Story, Wally, Ratatouille, and Finding Nemo. All big, big movies. I can't believe I betrayed Ratatouille the way I did. Me neither, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was I'll, ruthless, I'll, man. That was. The most unexpected thing I have ever yeah, I can't believe heard on that. this podcast, dude. Ra- according to that that list, uh, that that other tournament, Ratatouille is our second favorite film of all time. Yeah, but Ratatouille <laughs> is my number one favorite Pixar film. But like I said, in it, like, I thank I thank you for reminding me that I said that it was like an indie film because I forgot I said that. But yeah, yeah. Like an indie film made by a big company, and I feel like that's the reason why. It's not the first one I'd pick to rewatch. Although I will watch, I will watch the short that went along with it any time of the day. I've never watched that actually. Oh, it's so good! I highly recommend. It's fifteen minutes of your life that you will not regret spending. You want to make it twenty minutes of your life you won't regret spending. You can stream Cherrywood afterwards. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of. short Pixar films. Uh Joe wanted me to say before the podcast started uh that really the actual winner is Mike's new car. No. <clears throat> if we're going if we're going with short Disney movies, we're going with either Bow, Bow or the new ones that they add um like every now and then like the Pixar I don't know what they're called. Pixar Sparks. Uh, oh uh, Pixar Blue. Popcorn. No, it's literally Pixar Sparks. It's um, completely different. It's all original stuff, and they did one called uh, Loop. And it's a really, really beautiful story. Well, the one I, about I, the bike. That's like five, ten minutes. The one about the bike, the unicycle. Uh, no, uh, it's about like a girl and like this dude on a boat, and uh, like they go across the river, but she's got I don't know what kind of. Um, mental disorder it is but she's got something like wrong basically and it just it overloads her like this and the other it's honestly really heartbreaking and heartwarming at the same time it's such a cute story and pixar are doing these things and on disney plus yeah all on disney plus they did another one um i can't remember what it what it was called but it was about um Oh fuck! I swear I've seen one of these, it's and, it's, and it's about a it's about a bunny rabbit or something. I'm trying to. There's also float as well, which is about a kid, um, a kid who for some reason can float, and his dad, like, has to take care of him, becomes a single dad, and goes fucking mental at this kid because he's like floating, and you know making a scene in a sense and this the dad screams uh, why like, are you floating child honestly just yeah he literally screams can't you just be normal and it's such a powerful shot yeah but it's you, so you. good i i've seen two of them there's i think one two three four five six seven there's eight yeah you've seen one uh called burrows under i've not seen there's it i keep seeing it advertised them. Yeah, they, next they have week, like unique ones. Tournament. <laughs> a, a Pixar shorts tournament. You know, I'd be down to do that. I'd I'd love to watch all the Pixar shorts. There are so many Pixar shorts. There's so many. That'd be great. 
Um, I do. I, di- I disagree. Let's do the semi-finals, eh? Yeah. yeah. The first one. No, let's just watch all the Pixar shorts right now and do a live commentary. The first one is the hardest Ooh. one for me. It is the number nine seed, Coco, versus the number twelve seed, The Incredibles. Oh, fuck! I know what I'm going, but I'm going to be very decision. What? I think I know where I'm going. I can't. I'm going to explain where I'm going. Go. For no. It. I'm going to do an Alex here, and I'm going to go against my rankings. I know what your rankings are now. I'm very worried. So, I have said multiple times this podcast that The Incredibles is my favourite Pixar film. No! Ever oh, made. my God. Oh, my God. It's happening. No. It's happening. <laughs> no. Fuck me. Is Coco not mesmerising? I can't look away from that movie the the animation style the story the setting this like the journey of life and death the the message it tells you as well it's all so perfect mm. the music i, I, I can't stress <clears throat> enough how good the music in that film is it's Per- once um, again, it's perfect. It's the perfect Pixar movie. David. So I'm picking Coco, sadly. I'm completely heartbroken. I know. Because I agree with you. Fuck, I know. It's so it's such a difficult choice. But it's so fucking good. <laughs> so fucking good. Um <sighs> I am completely heartbroken. That's actually broken me a little bit. That. Yeah, it's it's such, I, a, it, it's such a hard decision, though, James, isn't it? Like, mm. awesome, fantastic four superhero movie about like society crumbling it, down superheroes, compared to brilliant, gorgeous story about life and death and and doing what you want to do and going against your family's wishes. It actually feels like I've just backstabbed someone. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not going to backstab anyone, and I'm going to stick with my guns because when I think of Pixar, I don't know whether this is definitely nostalgia, but when I think of Pixar, no, like I think of the Pixar films, like Incredibles, I, and then I'm like, oh yeah, Coco's a Pixar film. What a great what a great film. But for me, I think of a Pixar film, and I'm like, Incredibles is like. It's so, like, pure Pixar. Um, so I'm gonna stick with Incredibles, man. Like, I, 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 I betrayed Ratatouille. I can't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Incredibles. James, James, I'm, I'm, I'm being torn apart here. Yeah, it's not, it's please, not an easy decision. Please do some talking. <laughs> um. So this one was incredibly difficult because Badum Chuck. I for God's sake, Xander. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It was. It was because the Incredibles one and two. Like I, I love them films. And so great much. Yeah. <laughs> like they're amazing. 
And again, it's it's down to Incredibles being in my heart, but my brain saying that Coco is the better film because it is. Um, and it just really it really breaks my heart having to admit that because of who I am as a person. Because. I would like I can rant on about you all day, you know, saying you superheroes. Are like, superhero. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I can like rant on all day to you about saying that superheroes are the best kind of films out there right now, at least that kind of genre. And um, you know, it's just it's really broken me. This podcast as a whole, actually, this 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 second half has it's just been me making noises, just like oh, I don't want to be part of this because <laughs> I don't, I really don't want to be part of this. Um, ah, it's only a tournament. You'll live. Yeah, I know, I know, but like, it's, <laughs> it, it, it is like because you, you you know we all care about these films in different ways, and. It's it's really difficult to make these decisions and try to be rational and 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 logical about these decisions that we are making. Obviously, at the end of the day, really what we're hard. saying means nothing. But to us, with you know the people that we are and that you you know we've grown up with these films and that we all love them. At the same time, it also kind of means everything, to us at least. Right here, right now at least. And it's just not a nice feeling to have to pick. Nah, I don't know, man. I'm all for Incredibles in this fight. This is the this is the most sure I've been on one so far. <sighs> since the first round, since cars got knocked out. Really? Cars didn't get knocked out immediately, though. Cars two got knocked out immediately. Cars two did get knocked out immediately. Exactly, exactly. That was the last time I felt this much. I'm still pissed off about cars going through. By the way, I also know. I also know exactly what I'm going to do in the next round. I'm very chill right now. I've got this all calculated. (laughs) This this matchup, man. This feels like a final. This does not feel like a semi-final. How is it in these tournaments that the semi-finals are always harder than the finals? I know. This it's is because ridiculous. in the final, you've already deliberated over the film so much. You're like, yeah, yeah I know what I'm going to choose. What won last time? The winner of the last tournament was The Incredibles. That doesn't help. <laughs> At all. You know what? The fact that Xander hasn't said what he's going to vote for yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm sweating. (laughs) (laughs) I have so much moisture on my face. You can, you can take the coward's way out, and we can get the coward. (laughs) You can, you can do that. Oh, well, well put, well put. Um, Um, be the coward's way out. Okay, okay. The Incredibles is expertly written the if, like the the dialogue is superb oh convince yourself the more. the action just the the action is great but in terms of the writing like there's not a wasted moment there's not a wasted line of dialogue in this whole movie 
like so there's things that so like that's no, incredible. No, 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 I'm saying so. I'm that's saying incredible so what's your decision? That's incredible saying, writing. <laughs> I don't mean so, I don't mean so, so was in what? So, so, so what? It's, it's impeccably written. Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, so is in what do you think? Who wins? Coke, I think Coke. The Incredibles very much feels like. Um. <clears throat> here's your movie. You've got it there have it enjoy it and it's like yeah it's great but then coco it feels like they've made it and they've taken time with like the colors and the cinematography and the direction of the film whereas the incredibles at this i'm really picking up nitpicks here like fuck this is really hard I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, God damn it. I'm voting The Incredibles. The Incredibles is my favourite Pixar film. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, I did God. not think you were going to say that. I can't do this, man. I can't. I'm taking the coward's way out, okay? I'm taking oh, the coward's okay. way out. Coco, Coco is beautiful and Coco is powerful and it makes me feel all of the feels. It makes me cry every time I watch it, but The Incredibles is just too cool and too much fun and that that as soon as they hit the island the movie just does not stop part of me was hoping you you would pick the coward's way out because i feel like i have betrayed the uh the okay joe says the incredibles this is sickening. I genuinely feel sick right now. I'm so happy right now. I'm so <laughs> hang on, hang on. There's, there's, hang on. There's still two more people in the voice chat. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is I feel immensely bad on Ratatouille for not letting Ratatouille go through. If I could go back and change my vote, I wouldn't. Okay, right. We've oh, got uh, one. We've got one, one for, for the Coco. Incredibles. One for Coco. And one for Maxi Car. Two for Incredibles. Oh my gosh. Three for the Incredibles. Three for the Incredibles. Yes. Four for, Incredibles. for the Incredibles. Two for Coco. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're tearing people apart. Th- this is. This is the. Uh, I d- I genuinely don't even want to look at this chat right now. Uh, right right now it is leaning towards the Incredibles. Not by much though. I haven't seen one, and I don't like the other. I'm unqualified to answer. You shit. Which one haven't they seen, and which one don't they like? Because uh, both of those things are crimes. <laughs> <laughs> David <laughs> said your shit. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, four two. I think the Incredibles wins. Fuck's yeah. sake! Incredibles wins. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Well so that, why did you have to? I'm like, not happy. Okay, yeah, I am not happy it. about this. But the Incredibles... The, Sandy, you're a little bitch. The Incredibles uh, goes through to the final and Coco so has been sent to the land of the dead. No, no, no. You're not allowed to say that. I'm going to fucking cry if you say that. I have done something very strategic here and I've got rid of my number one spot so I make, it makes it much easier in the final. That's totally <laughs> what I meant to do in the first place. <laughs> oh, I mean, I've right, still okay. got my number one. I, I, I betrayed my number one. 
How do you think <laughs> I feel? You, you've, you've basically just broken up with your girlfriend to get with someone hotter, and then she's turned up and she's like with someone even better than you, and you're like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> like, Are you saying you're better than me? <laughs> no, no, I was just, I don't know where that metaphor was going. Yeah, the next no, matchup. That, that was not a good metaphor. <laughs> the next matchup is. The, the next semi-final, it's the number three seed, Toy Story 3, versus the number two seed, Inside Out. No no mess in here. I'm voting Toy Story 3. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm also voting Toy Story 3. I'm voting Toy Story 3. Uh, I, I, don't, I guess you don't need me here again, but I think I'm also in the mindset of voting Toy Story 3. I've okay, managed to whole thing. So the Incredibles versus Toy Story three would be in the final. Oh, it's do do me. that to me! I'm I'm gonna I, I'm go, I'm so gonna I'm gonna let the council know what's what the final two are. Uh, but can I just say, like that little giggle from you, Alex, kind of reminded me of um, Dash's giggle when he was on the water. <laughs> These two films are like... Why was the... that a Woody Woodpecker laugh? Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Wait, so have we actually gone full... We've I think full, we have. We've full yeah, sent Toy Story 3 too. Inside Out has been... What? It's got depressed? It's got depressed? Oh, yeah. No, it's been no, forgotten. That no, one's forgotten. That one's better. It was left behind. It's been forgotten. Um, and Toy Story 3 takes itself into the final now before we do the final matchup. We have a little third place playoff. It's the number nine seed Coco versus the number two seed Inside Out. Coco. Uh, I don't know. Coco. Coco, Coco, I'm voting Coco. I am also voting Coco. Like, oh my James, God. you don't even get, you don't even need to answer now. Okay. Yeah, I've decided cool, for you. Cool, 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 thank you. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Coco. <laughs> it's clearly the better movie. It is a much better film. Yeah, I think I think it, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Coco takes the third place spot in our greatest Pixar movie of all time tournament. Now, last time, our top three were three was Toy Story, number two was Monsters Inc., and number one is Incredibles. So it's a fairly different it's playing ground. It's a very this different time, playing but... ground. Incredibles still has a chance. Incredibles still has a very large chance because it is in the final. The final is the Incredibles, the number 12 seed. It has taken out. It has taken out the good dinosaur. Up, Wally, and Coco to get there. And that last one hurts. Toy Story 3 has taken out Incredibles 2, Ratatouille, and Inside Out to make its way None to the final. None of those hurt that much. And now they are up against each other. Incredibles versus Toy Story 3. May I just say, these two films are like quintessentially Pixar. Yeah. Like, like yeah. It, if one, if not more than the other. I said before, when we were talking about Incredibles, that I already know what I'm going to choose in this round because I already knew what was going to be in it. Right. And... Not that this is rigged. This actually isn't rigged. I just had actually predicted it. <laughs> Only just then. Um, <laughs> so it's rigged? No. Um, anyway. No, rigged, is, uh, rigged is having a conversation saying, so we're putting this one through, right? 
Yeah, okay, cool. That's that's rigged. Yeah, that never happened once on this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> so this, when I think of Pixar, like I think of one specific film and it is the like the culmination of so many things and it's just like that is, I'm not saying it for a reason, that is pure Pixar and you can't, there's no other film that has captured what exactly what Pixar means as well as that film did. And it's, it's just, it's so like, I, I, I don't even know. Like when I think about this film, it is just a lot of emotion that I feel because Toy Story 3 is like the best Pixar film. Like, it might not be my favorite Pixar film, but it, if you think about Pixar and exactly what Pixar is, which is like, they are a film that makes nostalgic films. They are films that make you think about yourself. They are things that make you think about the future and they make you reflect on your past. And Toy Story 3 makes you do all of those things. And the entire way through the film, allows for many different opinions to be heard and different points of views to be put across. And of the, that both of these films have brilliant villains. And, but I just think that it doesn't really matter about the villains of the films because to me it's all about like the characters. And although Horror Story 3 has the backing of two previous films, the versions of these characters that we have now are like downtrodden, beaten characters, kind of like the um, the Incredibles are at the start of the Incredibles. And yeah, I just think that nothing else has captured in its entirety what Pixar means, apart from possibly Soul, which I'm surprised didn't get further. I'm very sad Soul didn't get that. Um, I am too. I, um, but yeah, Toy Story 3 is the one that I'm going to pick. Okay. I... That is one vote for Toy Story 3 then from Alex with an impassioned speech. Yeah, man. And it sounds like sounds... David's ready to get... Uh, Ready to, ready to really one as well. Like I said, I, I've I've said God knows how many times that, uh, like over the past two episodes, that like Incredibles is my favorite. But what Alex said, like yes, Incredibles might be my favorite, but the best Pixar, the quintessential Pixar film is Toy Story three. We've been with these characters for three movies. We've seen this whole arc of them basically becoming in a sense, useless and then reusable again. Like, it's the quintessential part, like, story, like, cycle of life, in a sense. And it's so fucking hard to do this. It's really hard. I'm not going to lie. But it is. When it comes to, down to it, of which I would rather watch right now, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm always gonna go with Toy Story three. 
Wow. Because of the argument I made earlier of that opening scene. I know obviously we're not supposed to think about the opening scene, but like this is one of the many reasons making it. Like the opening scene reminding you of your childhood, reminding you of that's how you see playing with these toys. In your head, you see all of that happening. You see this insane set piece. When all this really happening is you're throwing Legos at each other. But you're seeing this epic battle. You're this massive scale scene in your head. And it just, it warms my heart whenever I watch it. And then it immediately kicks me back down and brings me up and kicks me down throughout that entire movie up until the very end when it also reminds you that you need to move on with your life and the things you like you pass on to somebody else like also benefit from it because they're getting used again like i you you always like so as a kid you're always told you're going to uh, donate your toys wherever and you donate your toys to somebody else and it's a sad thing even as a teenager it's a sad thing and that's what's shown in this film and it's also really sweet to know that these are getting used again and somebody's gonna enjoy this as much as you did if not more and that's what toy story 3 is to me like i enjoy it even though like because I'm rambling. I'm just fuck it. I'm just gonna stop talking. I'm gonna pick Toy Story three until before I change my mind, because I feel like I'm going to change my own mind yeah, by you talking are. about Toy Story three. Toy so, Story three now has the double vote. Um, James, uh, do you want do you want me to go or would you like to go next? I really don't know. Then uh, again, I feel like I'm being torn in half. Then I will go yeah. because I have made a decision. Okay. Oh God, he's gonna make James the fucking decider, isn't he? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> he's, you know, like, for the memes, for the memes, he's gonna, he's gonna say Incredibles because that means that I. He wants you to suffer. Yeah. <laughs> He wants me to be the deciding vote because he knows that this entire podcast has been incredibly difficult for me. Don't get me wrong, I've loved every second of it, but it's been incredibly difficult and I cannot wait you guys, to forget that I've taken part in this one because it's been so heartbreaking. You guys have you guys have a really low opinion of me. Jesus Christ. Why do you think I'm just going to tear my friend apart like that? Oh my God. <laughs> You guys you are so. On, you invite us onto the you guys, to tear us apart. You guys are so cruel. Like, imagine me just picking the Incredibles to get back at James. That's just so yeah, unnecessary. You would do that. I'm you pick, would do that. I'm though. picking the Incredibles because it's a better movie. See, there it is. The Incredibles <laughs> is. The Incredibles is a oh, maybe because it's a better movie, but you're also doing it because you know that it's going to murder James. Well, now oh. that you've said that, yes. <laughs> that wasn't my original intention, but it's an added bonus. Um, the, Incredi- the Incredibles oh. is, yeah, it's the it's the writing is phenomenal. The action is phenomenal. The villain is phenomenal. The characters are phenomenal. Like that, I don't think there is a part of this movie that isn't flawless. Mm. 
Um, right. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I've. I've said lots of pieces about the Incredibles. It's fabulous. James, t- take us home. Say whatever. He's- That's literally saying, James. Go fuck yourself. Say whatever is on your mind. Talk us through your thoughts. Right. I love superheroes. Devin Weston. <laughs> um, I really don't know what to pick here because equally as long as I've loved superheroes, I've also, you know, known Toy Story as equally as long and loved it just as much. And what David was saying is absolutely right about, you know, having to give up toys. Like, hell, I've got toys that are, like, still in boxes and stuff that my my mum and dad always said, okay, hey, when, when you grow out of these, they always said, hey, when you grow out of these, we're going to put them in boxes so you can decide what you want to do with them when you're older. And I've still not really decided what I want to do with them because I don't want to give that give that up because it's a really difficult thing to do. Um... And then there's The Incredibles, which is perfect. And uh, I really don't know, you know. I really don't. Like, when I think of Pixar, I think of Toy Story and really I think that is what I'm going to have to like boil this down to like what I think about more because without Toy Story Pixar would be nothing and the journey that those characters have been on and how it ended was phenomenal and just ever just, just i've never heard you speak with such deliberation i really cuz I, I really cuz there's, there's thought behind every single like letter <laughs> i really don't <laughs> Every so, syllable has 17 thoughts. Because I really don't want to have to be the deciding vote. But you are the deciding vote. I know. Vote. I know, I, know I am. Life right now. So what are you going to choose? Are you going to so, choose the best Pixar film or the second best Pixar film? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all it is. That is what on, I, I, I am picking the best or the worst one. No, that's not, not what best or worst, best or second. I'm, I'm, I'm picking the best. I'm not comfortable with that decision. Uh, you do have the ability to just make it a tie and then ask the, the, uh, the people, but that's not as interesting. I think you should just like... No, I know. In fact, no, that's more interesting. You should do that. <laughs> no, you should not do that. You should, cho- you should go with your heart regardless what you want. Regardless, I think we, need, we, we should ask that question still. I think we sh- we should still ask the question. Um, but, and I don't want to say I can't believe the words are coming out of my mouth because I kind of can believe they're coming out of my mouth. 
I can. But I'm going to have to go with Toy Story 3. Wow. I knew it. There it is. Wow. And I think that is actually the first time in a tournament that a movie that I did not, like, entirely think would win has won. Really? Yeah. Or, like, a, a movie of my favorite, like, idea. Like, if, if it, that Toy Story 3 isn't even, even in my top five. So, like, yeah. This is, yeah, crazy. Toy Story 3 has been crowned the winner. The greatest Pixar movie of all time. Second place is The Incredibles. Third place is Coco. Wow. Very oh, tense. I changed my mind. No, I'm just joking. Very tense. I have put the question to the council just in case anyone has any opinions. In it, I've decided I want to change my vote about Ratatouille, so we're going to have to do the entire <laughs> episode again. Uh, first one, Toy Story. Second one, The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Wow, so again, it's already wow, very... James look like you made, looks like you made the wrong decision. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um... I, I have to just, like... Toy Story 3 is Pixar. Yeah, I yeah I complete I completely understand your guys' votes. Like Toy Story is the crown jewel in Dis in Pixar's uh, back catalogue. I almost knock it down in my rankings. I think because I'm like it's so overrated, but it's not even overrated. It's just that good, yeah, and it deserves all the hype. So that when I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about Ratatouille, I'm like, it is a small film. And it does stand up against Toy Story 3, which is a massive one. So obviously, because I like underdogs, I want to put it above it. But when I actually think about Pixar, Toy Story 3 is the epitome of Pixar. I've just realized as well, James had to make that decision with a Toy Story alien dressed like one of the Incredibles staring at him. I did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Amazing. I did. That, that, which, I, I was thinking that. I was like, this makes it so much harder. This makes it so much more difficult. Well, guys, there it is. We have the the final. There it is. Toy Story 3, the greatest Pixar movie of all time. Wow, what a journey. We certainly did a thing, didn't we, guys? We've, we've, we have indeed we? done a thing. Yeah, we did it. We did a thing. Damn, I didn't know we did a thing. We did do a thing. We did That's two things. It's fucking mad um, that we've just done a thing. I love doing things. Completely crazy. Things are my favorite things to do. I'm just. This has broken me. <laughs> We're all here having this completely unintellectual conversation, and James is just there having an existential crisis. Still, yeah, I don't. Still struggling. I don't feel yep. right. I think I need to lie down. <laughs> I think we all you need know, that. We've been here for a down. while. We've been here for a while. Um, right, guys. So. Um, to wrap off this episode, because it's a little bit shorter, we're going to do a very quick sell me a movie. So, David, sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd. Can I just say that was not a quick one? That was the normal length of one. But still, um, anyway, I'm going to recommend the 1988 comedy horror slasher thriller thing, uh, Heathers. It's well, really fucking good. That was a shock. I, I watched it the other day. Um, 
and yeah, it's it's fucking great. It's a proper dark comedy um, about basically just teenagers who a teenager who hates other teenagers with a passion, and just decides, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna murder them, and then stage it as suicides. Nice. And it's really good. I mean, re- there's some, there's so many quotable moments. It's been remade into a TV series, but that's got cancelled because apparently it was shit. And a musical. So don't watch that. It is, it is a musical. I have, do not know if it's a good musical, but I know somebody who really wants to see the musical. I've heard that <laughs> but, it's a very good musical. I've heard it's a good musical, but I don't know, so I don't want to say. But there is a, there is one, like line I just want to repeat, and it's just so fucking funny. It's well, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Do I look like Mother Teresa? I don't know why, but I fucking love that quote. It's so funny. I know exactly why you love that quote. Well, that is brilliantly written. It's a great quote. And then there's also my son's a homosexual, and I love him. I love my dead gay son. <laughs> there's so many great quotes in this movie. But yeah, Heather's watching. Oh, it's um, it's I... on Arrow Video. All right, on a, on a Amazon, um, on Amazon Prime, yeah. Fair. I, I will actually I will actually check that out then because I've been I've I've been I've I've heard good things about it. It's actually really good. Um, I have a sell me a movie. Oh shit! I okay. I watched a movie this week uh, that came out last year. It is called Freaky. It oh. is it is a horror version of Freaky Friday. Where a yeah. serial killer stabs a girl, um, and they switch bodies. Doesn't it have Vince Vaughn in it? It does have Vince Vaughn in it. Yeah. And you know what? It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. It's um, it's very funny. It's by the same guy who did Happy Death Day. So it, and it's a very similar vibe. Like just, it's really not taking itself seriously. It's just, it's this new brand of horror that's like using these quirky comedy scenarios, but throwing in a serial killer or like horror elements and it just works. So they're not serious horrors. If you're a big horror buff and you're like, I want to be scared, don't go and watch this. This isn't a scary movie, but it's entertaining as all hell. Vince Vaughn does a great job and so does, um, oh, I want to say Catherine Langford, but I don't think it's... I think she's the one from um, 13 Reasons Why. I I want to say Catherine Newton? Catherine Newton. Catherine Newton's the main girl, so that she becomes... Well, she has to act like a serial killer uh, through most of the movie. And she's great as well. She's really good. The chemistry between the cast is great. Um, Yeah, check it out. It's a a really fun time. And uh, some of the kills are really good as well. Fair enough. Um, I'd probably sell it for about uh Blu-ray. I sell the Blu-ray for about eight quid. I was just about to say. I was. I'm reckoning you're going to say eight quid. Yeah. Um, I have a sell you a TV show. Is it Avatar: The Last Airbender? It's not. <laughs> oh, is it Legend of Korra? It's not. Then I'm um, still. Was. I'm not a hundred percent sure if I've um recommended it before but it's the defiant ones on Ooh, netflix no right okay so it's a four-part mini-series documentary 
and it is about Dr. Dre and this music producer called Jimmy Iovine, who you won't have heard of probably, um, but he is the co-founder of Beats by Dre, um, and he's also like responsible for many of the major artists that you hear today having big and successful careers. And um, it basically tracks these two um, personalities, rises to fame. So in the first episode, it's about um, Jimmy Iovine starting off in the music industry, who just so happened to get his first major gig working with John Lennon. Um, but I won't tell you how he gets it, but he just gets it completely by surprise. And it's really, it's like, it's such an interesting start to a great story. And then with Dre, he's coming from uh, like Compton and like start, you see the starting of his rap career and how he like really gets into music. And yeah, it's just really great. Um, it's definitely worth the watch. Even if you're not interested in that sort of stuff, it gives you a very good insight into it. Cool. Yeah, yeah that sounds great. The, what was it called? The Defiant Ones. The Defiant Ones, yeah. And I I would sell it to you for £5 because I want it to be accessible to a lot of people. But I still want them to make some money because it's a great product. Nice one. Uh, James, do you have anything to sell us? I don't know. I, I don't have pain. the energy. I don't have the energy. I've got, I've got is... pain. I can give you pain. Oh, wow. Good, good lord. And, are, you, um, are you offering to beat me up? And he can heartbreak. give you pain. And um, emotions and upset. Is, and, it, James, um, James, is your recommendation coming on the Filming podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I made a mistake. You asked for this. I did. You, you literally, literally asked. It's All week, ladies and gentlemen. For the for the entire three weeks, the, since we recorded that podcast oh, without yeah. him, he's been messaging me. He's been saying to everyone, "Well, Xander doesn't invite me to the podcast anymore." <laughs> uh, yeah, I just because I, honestly, I didn't think I, I didn't think that'd break me as much as it did. Yeah, man. I really didn't. Like that was difficult. That was very difficult. Yes, it was. And I, I feel like he's gonna leave the group chat. Just because he doesn't want to come on the podcast anymore. Uh, I've already left. I've already left. <laughs> <laughs> I've unsubscribed. I've done everything. I'm just like, I can't do I'm, it anymore. I'm currently, I'm currently wiping it from my memory. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the energy. I just uh, I don't have the energy. So. so wipe it from your memory? Well, thank, thank you guys for having me on, though, because that was, that was a lot of fun. It was very heartbreaking. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Just a bit. <laughs> yeah. Just a tad. <sighs> Right, then um, we're going to call it a day there, guys. Thank you so much for listening this long. Um, and thank you so much to our guests this week. Mr. James O'Malley, thank you so much. You're a king amongst men. Um, where can the people find you? I don't have the energy. You can find you can find James O'Malley on Shock Radio Mondays at six with his show. Yeah. We're getting old. Uh, season two should be dropping. Should be out eventually. Yeah, eventually it should, eventually it should be out. I should don't be know out when. eventually. <laughs> Amazing. Or, and, or maybe it will. I don't know. And, you'll find out. 
And thank you once again to the Flat Mooner himself, Mr. Alex Woods. Alex, oh, thank you for being here. You thank me every time, but I should thank you for be- having me. So oh. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, <laughs> go to the uh, links in the description for all of Alex's stuff, like uh, the Flat Moon Twitter and the Spotify, where you can go listen to their new single, Cherrywood, which is phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Um, and thank you so much, David, for being here. Yo. David French. Yeah, that that is certainly my name. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for doing this. David Thomas French. That's not actually my legal middle name. Oh. Fucked up my name on my birth certificate. And oh. I only found out by reading my birth certificate and realizing, hey, it doesn't actually have my middle name on here. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, I told you your middle name was Thomas, but it's not legally Thomas. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. She just forgot to give me a middle name. Incredible. Oh. If it makes you yeah. feel any better, I don't have a middle name. I was going to say something that I should have, but I'm very proud of myself. You were about to say you don't have a mum either. You were about to say you don't have a mum either. I might have nearly said that. You're such a sick I bastard, you. I can never confirm nor deny <laughs> that I was going Christ. to say that. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> right. We are calling it there, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, head on over to our Spotify, Apple Music, Apple... I do this literally every single week. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and you can head on over to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for clips. So you can try before you buy. You know, that kind of thing. Listen to the clip. If you like it, come on over and listen to the whole thing. We have a lot of fun over here. Um, Thank you to everyone who's been listening over uh, the past month and a half. We've grown so much um and we just didn't expect it so we want to just a huge thank you to everyone next week we have no fucking idea what we're doing next week but i'm sure it'll be good yeah nice. so stay tuned Luckily, for that. we certainly do not have a week off i mean i thought we were gonna re- re- record one this week anyway and then then be be a week ahead again but we'll, we'll discuss it we'll discuss it off camera <laughs> right thank you so much guys we will see you next week And uh, stay safe out there. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, my Lord. My head hurts.